it up for Ohio State. You've waited all day for this. Don't let that team stand in the way. He's going to take it to the house. 85 yards. Down the right side going. Devin Smith got it at the five and into the end zone. Touchdown. The one show that's nothing but the Buckeyes. Oh. And Graham Rucker for the touchdown. Kraft shoots it high on the right for three. Yes. This is the Buckeye Show. All right. Happy Wednesday, all you fine Buckeye fans. Six o'clock means Buckeye talk. We'll have a lot going on here in this half-hour edition. I, of course, am Timmy Hall. I've got my friend Triple H back there tonight. We're rocking it like solo with with some help from my friends. You'll, you'll hear Triple H tonight here in the first segment as we get to a little six-pack of Buckeye football questions as I tease back there in the crosstalk. And when you're done listening to this CBJ shorty, very exciting day, by the way. The Jackets starting the 2022-2023 season. Have some Jackets talk for you in our podcast when this on-air version is done. 10 TV's Dave Holmes, What Up Holmes, has the Wednesday segment here. Couldn't fit it on the air, so we got about you know 15 or 20 minutes off the air, in the booth, it's all ready to go, and we talk about covering the Jackets in this town. What a big boost it is when they are exciting, when it looks like they're going to throw a pretty good product out on the ice. And we talk about where the national pundits have this team and how how, uh, how they should be feeling about it. You know, we're not really used to this with Buckeye football because you enter in every season in the mix, firmly in the mix. It's rare. I have not been here. I have not been doing this job when we walk into an Ohio State football season and we are feeling like we don't even have a shot to make the college football playoff. And that's a little bit different when you're talking about in the NHL, apply that to the NBA as well. Even major league baseball, the playoff is expanding. 12 teams get in in uh, professional football. You're talking about only four spots for 130 some teams in college football. And every year I've been doing this, we have cracked open the microphones before the season, a month before the season, and we know that we should be in that thing. That is still something I continue to not lose sight of. It's, it's not something any team is guaranteed in college football. And I'm sure we do take it for granted. How could we not? That's only natural, right? We're human beings. They are so good over there. You are held up to the expectations, and you're held up basically to the previous year, two, or three of what you've done, and you are expected to constantly keep that up or even build upon that. And that's the thing that we can talk about with these Ohio State Buckeyes is they continually have had these amazing seasons where they are firmly in the mix of being one of the one, two, three, four, or five best teams in the country, but they just don't have as much of the national championship hardware that you would like to show for it. For all that hard work, and that's that's the job, right? That is the process. That is what those guys are continually trying to figure out. How can they keep up this level? Because you can't really, you can't really sneak up from out of nowhere in today's college football. I'm hoping me personally as a fan, I have been a proponent of expanding the college football playoff. I know there's a lot of you out there that don't like it and you love the sanctity of the regular season to each their own. I still believe 
even by going to 12. It is way, way more of an exclusive playoff system than any other of the major American sports that we follow. You're talking about 12 out of the 130 or whatever I just said. It's still something like 13, 14% or whatever of the teams go. Every other sport that we love, it's a way higher percentage, way higher percentage of teams that go to the postseason. I think it will just make it a little bit more fun and interesting in the end. And again, like when I think about that with the Ohio State Buckeyes, they're always going to have a chance to get into that party. We know they're not going to be in the top four every single year. So that will put them in the mix to have possibly one of those home games. That is, if Gene doesn't do like we think he's going to do and whisk that away to the Hoosier Dome out west there, steal a home game away from us fans. That's part of the fun that we were going to get with expanding that college football playoff. But it's it, it really is really is crazy, this streak that we've been on. But got to figure out a way to take that extra step. And I think what we know right now today through six games is you've got the tools in the tool bag. The shed is stocked. You know, the machines are gassed up. It's all right there. We have got the horses. All that I'm like turning into a, a coach cliche right now. The horses are in the stables. Oh, you could keep you got the keys to that Lamborghini. You just gotta drive step that foot on the gas pedal, drive that Lamborghini straight down the road. Just don't just don't nick it up. That's 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 what you have right now with this team. That does not guarantee you anything. Again, we've been here before where we have thought like this, spoke like this at the bye week, at the break. The one good thing is this this does not feel like a team that has that Iowa or Purdue game ahead of it. It just doesn't. That's the one thing I feel pretty confident. If this team is going to get got, it is going to be by one of the big teams that we know about. It's not going to be by one of those other dudes. That's what I feel pretty confident about. But there's been a lot of lot of talk. It's really all we do. Social media is just open season. It's open form. We can look look ahead. And obviously, we look ahead. It's fun to do that. But I am looking ahead at one major thing before we get to the Georgias and the Bamas and start just assuming that we're beating Georgia or Bama by 30 or 40 points. To those people, you should ask them for the bet. You know? Ask, because it's a safe bet. And I'm just... At that rate, all you have to do is win the game. Forget about this 20, 30, 40-point nonsense, best college football team in history. Could we just be the best college football team this year and then build on that? I will settle for that. I'd beat one of those guys by seven. I'd beat one of those guys by three. I'd beat one of those guys by one with a last-second field goal. Winning the game is all that matters when you get to those dudes. If it's going to be one of those SEC names that we're mentioning, that's all that matters. So when somebody looks at you and says they're going to win by that much, just try to sneak in a bet. Then you are doing what I like to call the the super hedge because you've got your heart and your head both in it. If you lose the bet, you're happy because your guys are blowing a team out. If you win the bet, I mean, honestly, your team could still win. I'm talking about if someone's giving you 24 or 30 points against one of these SEC dudes we don't quite know about because we don't play those guys a lot. And they got a half a season to go. They're going to be primed and ready by the time it gets to championship season. We'd like to think that the Buckeyes are as well. Let's go to our guy over there, Triple H. Since we are celebrating 100 years of WBNS radio, I do want to stop and tell you real quick, in every show's podcast feed, so that means this one too, 
there is a lot of extra bonus content from the show that I narrated last night in talking to guys. Well, T-Bone talked to Skip and Dom. Skip starts you off with a wonderful pages of history of 100 years of this radio station and the different formats, so that's great. Skip and Dom, they had the original morning show here. T-Bone did a good job with them. Then myself, Common Man, and Bob Taylor, who's our production guy, been here 30-plus years. We spoke for 25 to 30 minutes, and it's all in there. Listening to old jingles, it's Common Man's stories that he just hit on a little bit 20 minutes ago of how he came to be here. Incredible stuff. And then an extended version of a chit-chat with Paul Keels, the legendary voice of the Buckeyes. So that's wonderful. I will I will transition here to the next thing that we're going to do. Sports Radio 1460, The Fan, WBNS, Columbus. Oh, that's right, 6.10 p.m. We got a nice little six-pack of questions for Buckeye football. Let's kick it to the producer, Triple H, Hayden Heilshorn. What's going on, This Hayden? is like an old thing that you're doing. I don't know if I can participate. Um, it's all right. I'm, do- I'm done now. <laughs> I'm done. It's just a little taste. It's a little taste for you. Of course, of course. Tim, first of the six-pack of questions, CJ Stroud. He has 24 touchdown passes at the halfway point of the season. Will he throw at least 24 more touchdowns in the next six games? That's a big ask, right? I mean, 48 touchdown passes in the regular season. And again, when we talk about these season statistics, you do keep in mind that it all counts. So you get a 13th game with the Big Ten Championship game. You could get a 14th with the semifinal, a 15th. 15 games, I think this guy could be the record holder. But I'm going to bank on, say, he hits that 40 to 45 mark by the end of the regular season. That's great. Because I do think he could get a five spot in a Big Ten Championship game. Because you're going to be playing likely a scrub how hard that is to believe. I'll say no to that okay. first one. All right. Second one is outside of Penn State on the road and the game at the end of the year. What is the most competitive game left on the Buckeyes schedule? Oh, okay. So so originally I would have I would have without a doubt given Kirk Ferentz enough respect. I had no idea that this this deal with his son, Brian Ferentz, and the <laughs> how bad their offense is. It's not gonna be that one. It's not gonna be the next game up, Iowa. There would have been a time and place I would have said Northwestern on the road that late in the season would be tough, but they are just woefully bad. It's got to be the road trip to Maryland. Has to be. Has to be. You know, road trip to Maryland outside of Penn State on the road in Michigan, that's the one. Talia Tungavailoa, quarterback that slings it around. Your secondary needs to be at their absolute best a week before. It's a week before the Michigan game. That's November 19th. That's the one. Ohio State's sack numbers have been pretty low for what we thought this Jim Knowles defense would do. Why is that, Tim? Why are the sacks down for Ohio State? I I will say it concerns me a little bit. I was expecting more havoc, right? I thought if one thing, we were going to give up some chunk plays, maybe some more chunk plays given up, but that would balance itself out and then some with the turnover margin and also the relentless pressures on the quarterback. I did read an article from from Nathan Baird in the in uh, the Plain Dealer last week, though, and he put it. He had some numbers in there that put it in good perspective that I remember now about the passing rate of the teams that we faced. Ohio State's sack percentage is actually fourth in the conference when you take into account the number of times they've the QBs have gotten back to throw the ball. So I will look at that. Clearly, there's no like Chase Young or Bosa level talent right here. And I was I was betting big on Jack Sawyer. JT 
Tui Moloa is getting held a lot right now, but I'm not overly, I'm a little cons- mildly concerned, but I know if you look deeper into the numbers, it'll tell you the story. And they are top 15 defense in both categories, man. Ohio State's running backs have been pretty efficient and effective despite some injuries, of course. But who wins the yardage race at the end of the year between Travion Henderson and Mayan Williams? This is a fun race. I love battles within the team. You know, it keeps the competition sharp. It's the iron sharpens iron. But Mayan has 1.5 yards per carry more. That's a lot when you extrapolate that. Fewer carries. Travion and mine, it's a great race right now. They're both like in the mid 400s, high 400s for rushing yards, but I'll go mine. Williams wins it in the end. Which Ohio State player on, I guess, all sides of the ball has been the most pleasantly surprising through the first six games? Wow. Um, You know, I I will say Paris Johnson Jr. Switching to left tackle. You're talking about some of the big, important positions on the football field right there. Dewan Jones, but... Paris Johnson Jr., knowing what we knew about him as a recruit, how high the expectations were, he played guard last year. You needed someone that would be brilliant, and he's been that. I mean, just focus on him for a series or two in a row and, like, don't watch a lot of everything else going on. Just hone in on that, like, with your rewatch. Watch how exceptional that is. Last one here, Triple H. Yes, the Big Ten West. More like the Big Ten mess, if you know what I'm saying. Oh. Uh, yeah, you like that? No, uh, the, I hated that. The western side of the conference, one game separates the top from the bottom. So, Tim, who do you think we are going to play in the Big Ten championship I, game? You, you know, I've, I'll i say Illinois because they are doing the best. They're ranked for the first time in 11 years. I, I could take your advice on this one, Triple H. You got an answer here? I'll go Illinois. I, it's kind of baby. Yeah, it's kind of up in the air. I mean, I think Purdue has a fun enough of an offense that they'll hang in games and they could up, you know, they could end up at the top there. But it is exciting thinking of it being a new face in the Big Ten championship, be it Illinois or Purdue. I, I'm excited about both those games, to be honest. Even if they come in seven and five, that's fine with me. <laughs> All right, that's good stuff. That's a six pack of questions about Buckeye football, six games into the season. Hi, this is John Madden. Follow the Buckeyes on AM 1460 WBNS. Yeah, that's right. Six pack of questions right there. Thank you, John. That's wonderful. As uh, we continue on, should we be concerned about something Chris Holtman set up at Big Ten Basketball Media Days today? That and some hashtags. It's next. It's the Buckeye Show on the fan. The sound of Paul Keels calling a Buckeye game is erotic. Oh, yes. Your home of the Buckeyes, the fan, Ohio's sports destination. Health insurance companies are expected to carry health benefits, but CareSource does so much more. We look beyond doctors' offices and hospitals to see the challenges that face our members. Then we help them achieve not just better health, but better lives. Along with great benefits, we also help our members find stable jobs, housing, childcare, and rides so they can find greater independence. At CareSource, we're removing barriers, we're improving lives, we're reimagining healthcare. My name is Lloyd Lester. I'm a bus operator here at Coda. Our day to day in the transit is to meet people around Columbus. I enjoy coming to work for our customers. A lot of people are new to the city. So that leaves that up to us to help them along as best possible. Some of the people on the bus, you'll end up with friendships you didn't expect. Customer service on wheels is what we do. Join Team Coda today at coda.com slash careers.
Here are five big reasons to buy a Toyota Camry. It's built in the USA. Camry's got style and innovation. It's America's best-selling car. Camry all-wheel drive is one of 15 different all-wheel drive Toyotas. And the number one reason, the great fuel savings. At an EPA-estimated 52 MPG, Camry Hybrid could save you thousands in fuel costs over the next five years versus the average new vehicle. Get details of all offers and fuel savings at buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places. I know a lot of you really want the State Farm Personal Price Plan, but what's with the oversharing? Like this message from Sarah. Hi, Jake from State Farm. Uh, I eat hard-boiled eggs, like shell and all. Mm, crunch is exquisite. You don't need to get that personal. The State Farm Personal Price Plan helps you create an affordable price just for you. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Call or go to statefarm.com for a quote today. Prices vary by state. Options selected by customer availability and eligibility may vary. Buckeyes, I'm Kurt Lewis, United Healthcare of Ohio CEO and graduate of The Ohio State University. United Healthcare and the Ohio Chamber of Commerce believe healthy small businesses are vital to our economy. That's why we're ready to give your small business a big promotion at no cost to you through our small business sweepstakes. Winners receive radio promotion, social media recognition, and more. To enter, visit ohiostatebuckeyes.com/uhc. United Healthcare, proud sponsor of Ohio State athletics. For terms and conditions, visit ohiostatebuckeyes.com slash UHC. Sweepstakes rules and restrictions apply. When getting the job done right is job one, you need construction equipment that's built right. From compact track loaders to the world's number one selling compact excavator, the Kubota construction lineup features durable Kubota engines, more comfort, and the versatility to do it all and do it right. Visit your local Kubota dealer today. Go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. Visit BuckeyeKubotaDealers.com for a dealer near you. Bishop and Friends. In the United States on a yearly basis, more people die from vending machines falling on them than from shark attacks. Uh, sir, you don't know that for a fact. I and just I'm said it on the radio. You. Bishop and Friends. Weekdays from 9 to noon. The Fan. Hi guys, it's Andrew. Are you struggling with erectile dysfunction? Did you know that a major medical breakthrough is now available? Today, Wednesday, October 12th, we're running a one-day special you won't want to miss out on. Parkside Medical Clinic uses the most powerful form of wave therapy. This is a technology clinically shown to repair blood vessels and improve blood flow. It's backed by 60 clinical studies, including from Cambridge. If you're ready to regain your love life, today is your day. Call us now and you'll qualify for the assessment and ultrasound totally free. Also, a gift that can produce rapid results in the bedroom in minutes. You're going to love that, guys. Trust me. And today only, we're offering six tune-up treatments to our patients free. This is an unprecedented offer worth hundreds of dollars, but call today and qualify free. 614-618-4000. That's 614-618-4000. Guys, put a stop to your erectile dysfunction and get your love life back. Call Parkside Medical Clinic now to qualify. This offer ends today, Wednesday. 614-618-4000. Taxing Tim Ryan has spent almost 20 years in Washington falling in love. I love Nancy Pelosi. Taxing Tim Ryan also loves Pelosi and Biden's D.C. ultra-liberal agenda. Ryan votes with Biden 100% of the time. Taxing Tim supports Biden's billions in higher taxes, even on Ohioans making less than $75,000 a year. He backs a Green New Deal that would cause Ohio energy prices to skyrocket. And Ryan even supports eliminating cash bail, releasing dangerous criminals from jail directly into our communities. In Washington, taxing Tim Ryan is devoted to the liberal agenda. I love Nancy Pelosi. And that's terrible for Ohio. 
Taxing Tim Ryan loves the liberal agenda too much to deserve our vote. Senate Leadership Fund paid for and is responsible for the content of this advertising. Not authorized by any candidate or candidates committee. www.senateleadershipfund.org Fan weather. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Weather Center. An approaching cold front will provide periods of showers and a few thunderstorms this evening into tonight. Lows bottom out around 50. Cooler and drier air will then settle in behind the front through the rest of the work week with highs only reaching the low 60s. I'm Doppler 10 Chief Meteorologist Ashley Barrissey on The Fan. A man so professional, he wears a suit to a radio interview. He's 10 TV's Dave Holmes. WCW Monday Nitro t-shirt. No suit today. Hey, we're coming to you from the land of the podcast exclusive. I am Timmy Hall. That's Dave Holmes from 10TV. Thanks for doing a little taped thing with us, man. We got a CBJ shorty on the air. Can you believe it? Blue Jacket season is here. The 20, I can't believe we're saying the year 2023, the end of a season. Well, first off, do I get paid my normal quote for this gig? It's a full-blown segment, man. Okay, good. As yeah. long as I get paid the normal quote, I'll do whatever you need. This might even be a tad longer. Let's see if we do 15 minutes here okay, instead so of 9 or 10. 15, it might be a little longer. 15 free minutes as opposed to 10? I can do that. <laughs> well, wait, how did this go from a paid thing to now you, you let the cat out of the bag that it's free? Well, okay. I mean, you so get paid so much money around here that's as what, is. That's what they tell me. That's what they tell me. Yeah. <laughs> And yet the bank comes with their hands out once a month. Who I knew? mean, you got that. You've got land out there. Oh, yeah. East of the city. Oh, You're my landowner. Out oh, there. it takes me four hours to mow. It's good living. I just mowed today. Yeah. How long did it take you? Probably 10 minutes. 20 minutes. Yeah. You don't Quarter have... acre lots, baby. Don't... That's the wheelhouse. That is. That's good stuff. Flat. Easy to oh. easy to get out there. And I had I had the leaves falling in the front yard off the mm. silver maple tree. It's turning beautiful right now. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna mulch for a while. You want they they tell me you want those leaves to go back into your soil. The nutrients from the leaves, you don't want to bag them all up. Really? I'll go through some phases because there'll be so many leaves on the ground. I'll have to bag some up. But if I stay on top of it, I'll just mulch, chop them up, and I've already aerated. So, and now this is Lawn Talk you with see, Timmy Hall and Dave Holmes. If this were on the radio, <laughs> the segment would be over and all they'd have is a good lawn mulching tip. But hey, because we're this, on the, this, this is format. This is our people, though. How many people are listening that are also taking care of their yards? Lots, you want to have a great yard. The Venn diagram is probably huge in the center of yeah. people who mm-hmm. like the jackets and people who take care of their yard. Who, Big Venn diagram. Who wants to have a shitty yard? No huh? one. I can say that because it's just on the podcast. Oh, really? That's beautiful. Yeah. It's. I mean, you, you've got to... You got to take care of it. But before we talk some Buckeyes here, like we always do, I mm-hmm. figured this would be a good time to talk a little jackets because a hockey season is starting. And Dave, I mean, what I will say about, about what they did in the off season. And it's interesting because I've already seen some of the national pundits and they are dog in the jackets. Yeah. ESPN had them ranked 23rd, but I don't care. You show me that you are going to go out there and flex and have the ability to sign a 115 point guy from his very last season and he's only 28 years old, you bring in Johnny Hockey, you get Patrick Line. I know it wasn't a, a 10-year deal, but it was a long-term deal. You ink these guys, you show us some firepower on the front line after all the stars we've seen come and go and not want to stay here. That got me so excited. I went out and bought a pair of tickets for me and my son to go next Tuesday, mm-hmm. early season home game. I'm I'm excited for hockey in this town. So here's the thing. And we've talked about this on the Buckeye show that I really pride myself on not being 
the homer guy. I, I really, I'm not one of those. My team is being held on every play, fans. The Jackets are being so disrespected in the national spotlight. It's unbelievable. You said ESPN has them 23rd. That's one of the highest. I've seen people, and even Vegas win totals, have them in the bottom five in the league. People think they're going to be terrible. In fact, their points total, their over-under bet, is lower than it was last year. Last year, they were so young. Now they add Johnny Gaudreau, a couple other pieces. You add a top 10 to 15 player in the league to a team that's now older and more experienced. You bring back the same goaltending, essentially. I I just don't get why people think the Jackets are a doormat team. Yeah. I guess they they don't have to be great. They were bad last year, right? They were really bad. They were, but they they showed some flashes, but they're asking them to prove it. But But they're asking, the the prediction is they're going to be slightly worse. Right. Yeah. That's what's crazy that they're going to be a little bit worse, even with this addition and some of the young guys getting older. But if you're Brad Larson, (sighs) This is a classic case oh, of bulletin board material, it's right? It's the best situation. F these guys yes. put this stuff up there. They think you guys pure suck. Suck. You. They think you suck. <laughs> they think you suck. We think we're pretty good. Our front office thought, you know, p- pushed it up to the salary cap for I once. I think there's a scenario where this team is the seventh or eighth best team in the conference and they sneak in the playoffs. Now, I hope so. You, that you, should be the bar. You want to talk other things. Right now, the Jackets are six to one to even make the playoffs. You're telling me if we play this season six times, the Jackets make it once? I don't know. I don't think this is a lock playoff team, but six to one? Hmm. I think it's more like one and a half to one, two to one. I think it's I think it's maybe slightly more likely they don't, just based on experience, new team, it's going to take some time, and they play in a really hard setup there in a hard division. So, I, But... I think the Jackets have a decent chance of sneaking in the playoffs. And I don't think that's a homer take. I think it's reasonable. But for some reason, everyone in the national spotlight thinks there's no chance this team is anything but terrible. Yeah, we know. Uh, we know we got Torts back there in the division now. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. You know, Jersey, Philly, Carolina, Pittsburgh, Islanders, Rangers, Caps. It is a, it's a hell of a division. It is. It's, it's a hell a- of a division, the Metro. And Carolina, just up out of the blue these last two, sure. three seasons have become a juggernaut. It's a thing, man. They're yeah, a thing. They're, are, they're something to worry about. So I get from that standpoint why it's it's not easy to find your path to the postseason. But finding a path to being the 18th best team, the 20th best team, I just, I'm betting the over, and wink, wink, maybe I actually have bet the over. Uh, <laughs> on, so I, when people say, put your money where your mouth is, I did. maybe I have. Maybe you I will. What? Maybe I have bet the over on 79 and a half points because I think they're better than what – everyone else thinks they are. I think they're going to be a decent team with a chance to be solid, if not good. And everyone else thinks they just suck. And I don't see it. All right. It's exciting. And uh, you, you got to enjoy having a pro hockey team in town, it. right? Doesn't it just add to uh, it, it, the Buckeyes are what they are. They yeah. are who we thought they were. Yeah. And then you've got an NHL team that, you know, for a while there, shoot, you know, people outside the market might look and say, what are you doing with a, with a hockey team that, yeah. you know, can never compete. And you're a sort of a mid-major market. It's your only no offense to the crew, but you're only pro sports in the four major yeah. North American sports. But, man, I, I really do love having Nationwide Arena, and it's there. It's accessible. I mean, anywhere you live in a neighboring town here, door-to-door, you're looking at 20 minutes to be in an NHL arena. It's a it's, pretty cool thing. It's a good fit because you're the only professional hockey team, NHL team, in the state of Ohio. You're right smack dab in the middle. So everyone kind of reps them, kind of like everyone in the state, even if you're like me and you went to Kent State or if you went to Miami of Ohio. 
or Dayton, you still kind of rep the Buckeyes on some level. It's kind of your team, even though you have another team at home. It's that way in the NHL, too. People rep the Jackets in Cleveland now, whereas when I grew up in Northeast Ohio, the Penguins were kind of the closest game in town. And and now they have an actual franchise here in the state. I I don't know. I'm pumped for the Jackets more than I have been in a long time. All right, I'm going to flip it to Buckeye football now, what we uh, usually talk about here in this segment. So I want to play a little uh, takeaway game with our guy Dave Holmes from 10TV. Catch him doing the sports there every single night, wall-to-wall on the weekends, on Saturday and Mm -hmm. Sunday nights. So I want to get you thinking about this now. Okay. You have to take away either the pair that is our standout tackles. Mm Mm-hmm. We've noticed this. We have two dynamic. They don't let anybody through mm-hmm. tackles right now. It's a big part of why CJ's having the the year he's having in the running game is. So that's Dewan Jones and Paris Johnson Jr. You you take those guys away okay. for the last six games, or you take CJ away. Hmm. What are you better off with? Well, that's hard. I the, obviously, everyone's going to immediately just scream C.J. Stroud's more important because he's the quarterback. Of course. Most position I'm trying to do here. In trying to poke at that. But let me say this. If you ask C.J. Stroud, we're going to take both your tackles away, Stroud might say, I'd rather have Kyle McCord out there because <laughs> I don't want to know what life is like standing in the pocket knowing that my front and back could be just pummeled at any time. Now, the good news is it's not like Ohio State has you know two-star walk-ons. Behind those guys, they have some depth and talent. But I get the point you're making here. I mean, my tendency is to say Stroud is a Heisman-caliber quarterback he might be the number one overall pick in the draft. That's more important than anything. But your overarching point here is that you cannot overstate the importance of keeping him clean because when Stroud is, is has five seconds to throw and you have four of the top five receivers in the Big Ten all on the field, and hopefully they will be all on the field together at Iowa, we shall see, you know, that's really the key to the success. You give Stroud time and no defensive backs can keep up with these receivers. So, You know, they are almost interchangeable in my mind. I would not want to see what they look like without those tackles. I mean, do you even know, Buckeye fans, off the top of your head, without having to go quickly look it up, who would be backing up Paris and Dewan Jones? Right. And remember, the coaching staff, they were speaking their concerns of this. Mm -hmm. This was, I think not to misquote them, this was a big concern for them. Just weeks before the season, the depth on offensive line. We haven't had to talk about it because Donovan, Paris, Luke Whippler, Matthew Jones, Dewan Jones, they've all been there. Yeah. And that's rare when you see an offensive line stay healthy and have that continuity. That is a big reason why the football team is this good. I do we really expect that when Kyle McCord gets his shot, and I, I think we're leaning that he gets his shot. No one to take anything away from Devin Brown and what he might be able to earn. It could be a, a nice little competition mm-hmm. when we get to it. But this is a five-star quarterback. Yeah. When we've seen him play, he looked really good. He looks fine. They haven't even yeah. allowed him to even no. run. But he, he has a 75. He has a higher completion percentage than C.J. Yeah. Stroud this season. But, I mean, come on. You think the guy's going to be a bum when he gets his shot? In this offense right now, he would look pretty good. You take away both tackles. If, if we don't agree that that's worse, then that's just saying that that position doesn't matter. You're basically yeah. saying screw offensive line play. Right. It's not that big of a deal. Let's, let's not recall C.J. Stroud 
isn't the kind of guy that will escape every single pressure right. that's thrown right in his face. He needs some time to scan that field. He can get the ball out quick, but he he's not Michael Vick. If you make it look like what Joe Burrow's having to deal with in Cincy, it right. might look kind of bad. Right. And it, that's he's human. And nothing is more important on the offensive line than cohesion consistency. The same five guys playing together. So you start pulling pieces out and put a guy in who hasn't played with you all season long. Bad things happen. And to your point about Kyle McCord, C.J. Stroud makes a couple throws a week that just make you say, oh, my goodness. Like the one that he dropped in Tomorrow Marvin Harrison. On yeah. the right side. On line. the right side. Oh, yeah. God. Insane. And that's a throw <laughs> that maybe one or two guys in college football make. So he makes those. But if we're being honest with ourselves, with the receiver talent they have, 80 to 85% of the time, you just need to hit the open guy. Make the right read, hit the open guy. It's not like you have to throw in those windows all day. It's a couple times a game. Kyle McCord, I'm confident, can hit the open guy. So, yeah, I get where you're going with this, that if the system's so good and the talent's so good, yeah, I think a lot of quarterbacks could play well. Not C.J. Stroud well, but play well. But, man, I would not want to start poking holes at the offensive line. Our Wednesday fan poll question, sponsored by Dick Masheter Ford, is which game should we air on the fan this Saturday? I like how we're doing this. Mm-hmm. Penn State at Michigan, mm-hmm. big game, obviously. Got yeah. both them on the schedule. Huge. Or Bama at Tennessee. How big is this for the Vols to get S- Tennessee? That's, I think, three versus six. And then yeah. Penn State-Michigan is two top tens. So, to me, Bama-Tennessee is a bigger game overall because this is a, a huge story for Tennessee. I know they love Hooker. They finally have a quarterback. That's big for them to potentially prove they are the team. Now, I don't think we'd be shocked if Bama drills them by 20 in a, you know, you're not ready yet moment. I don't think that would be shocking. Michigan Penn State is by far the bigger game in this area because it's, you know, the other two relevant teams. And it looks like the Big Ten this year. If I'm being honest, eh, it's kind of down. It it's looks, just okay. It looks like yeah. a three team conference. It's just this okay. Year. The West is a who knows, and the East has three teams. So to me, Penn State Michigan is a battle of, okay, who's the most legitimate threat of the other two to Ohio State? That's what we're going to find out. So that's a bigger game here in Columbus and Ohio, I would say for sure. But Bama, Tennessee on the national landscape is really interesting to see. You know, we always joke as Texas back. It's the meme now. But if Tennessee's actually back, this is their time to make a believer out of me. I will say this. There's something inside me, and I think I share this with a lot of people from our region. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Maybe it's just because I'm not from there, but my wife's from there Mm -hmm. and her family's from there. So I've got some connections, but I hate watching SEC football. Mm. I hate the feel of it. I hate how the CBS, Brenda, here we are. Oh, my. All right. This interview's (laughs) over. Right? I'm not going to sit here. I'm so here. glad that the Big Ten is going to be on CBS. I'm not going to sit here as a yeah. sports anchor on a CBS affiliate. <laughs> da, 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 da. You can't no, don't do that. That's not. That's oh, no, not no, that, it. Well, that's, that's also that's CBS. That's jingle, man. That's also that's CBS. That's basketball. It is. Uh, uh, help me out. It's. Thank you. I just don't like their broadcasters. I don't like the teams. Oh, my goodness. The SEC kind of makes me sick. You lure me but, in. You lure me in here to talk about your leaves and your butt. Oh, please. The butt is, for the first time in a long time, yeah. Tennessee doing something yeah. actually has me interested as an SEC hater. Well, 
I but th- by the way, the poll is leaning heavy Michigan. Yeah, which makes sense. For our poll, it's like 63% right now. The Penn State Michigan's leading the makes way. Makes sense. It makes sense given this part of the country. I mean, I'll say this about SEC football. Alabama has sucked a lot of the interest out of it nationally, much like Ohio State has in the Big Ten nationally. I think folks out West don't care about the Big Ten in part because it's Ohio State and the Misfits yeah. in their mind. It's Ohio State and the rest. And Bama has created that. Now, Georgia's jumped up a little bit, but part of it's been because LSU, outside of the Burrow year, which obviously national title, but outside of that, LSU's taken a little step back the last three to five years. And you have, you know, Tennessee has not been relevant since, my goodness, what, the T. Martin, right? I mean, we're talking. Absolutely. Yeah, late Biggest 90s. Biggest game since the Phil Fulmer Yeah, era. Phil Fulmer, right. So and we're talking, he's, I think, sucked for a few years yes. down the end, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean. I think that helps. I think anytime you get three or four relevant powers in a conference, it's going to help. I think Michigan being better now is helping Ohio State. It's going to help them. And I know a lot of Buckeye fans root against Michigan every week. I get that. I do. I understand the pettiness and the anger that goes in a rivalry. But at the same time, it does help your reputation when Michigan's good. And it helps the Big Ten. Uh, We talked about this before I let you go here. This will be the last thing. We talked about this on the show tonight. Any concern for you with the justice suing ankle injury because i i'd heard he looked pretty good in that open practice where some fans were allowed in the shot the other yeah. day they went up to big 10 media days in minnesota which is weird and holtman was talking today said there was a few three four days where he was out but otherwise like they're swearing by it now like it's out in public they're saying full bill of health he's good and i guess he looked pretty good you know rhythm making some passes hitting some threes hitting some shots in that open practice where they had scarlet versus gray If you ask me any concern about justice suing blank, I don't care what the rest of the sentence is. Yes. 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 Sure. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Man's been out of basketball for, it seems like, two years. We're, of course, concerned. Yes. I'm very concerned because I've seen Seth Towns. I've seen justice suing. I've seen these these bill of health that are supposedly all good until they're not, and they aren't even close. So, yeah, I'm concerned. I'm hopeful that everything is good, like they say, because he and Zed Key are, you know, are the key the keys to this team what do they have four guys back four yeah, gene justice zed they have four i think and uh, be, be, be. i'm trying to think yeah how about that? i think it's four i think I, mean, I do you I, count kaylin etzler right right right, right. so no uh, contributors that's your those are your guys they're bringing right in there. a lot of freshman talent they work the portal i think chris holtman finds a way to keep scrapping together a team that's good enough to be third, fourth, fifth, sixth in the Big Ten. I think he's settled into that sweet zone Yeah, uh, pretty much every year, no matter what happens. No matter the turnover, he finds a way to he be does. in that top third he of the does. conference. And some fans think that's impressive. Some fans think it's underwhelming. Um, I tend to lean more impressive than underwhelming, although at some point you got to win in the tournament. That's a fact. So, yeah, I, as long as Justice Suing is healthy, and that's always a big if, and if Zed Key plays large, I think they have enough talent here to be a decent top 25 team once again, and hopefully it translates to a longer march. I'm choosing blind hope yes. with justice. Yep. Just going just gonna to take it, go to bed at well, night. It's like the feeling picture good of about the, it. It's just like going to take it. Blind hope, like the picture of the judge outside the courthouse with the blindfold. That too, justice is blind, right? Justice. Is that is that this expression? Is blind. Justice suing. Justice is justice knows no boundaries. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. David justice was married to Halle Berry. Yeah. Justice. Yeah. We're just talking anything. Justice. Give me justice or give me death. Yep. Patrick Henry said something yeah. close to that. That's what I'm going with. Uh-huh. Dave Holmes, like our guy from 10 TV. What, what fun do you have coming up since 
I don't know when people are catching this segment. Yeah, so but we got what w- about the weekend? What's Wall coming up? Wall Sports Saturday night. I sit down for eight minutes with Johnny Gaudreau, the biggest free agent signee oh. in Blue Jackets history. Uh, it, it was I was excited. They let me have the first sit down interview with him, and I'm pumped because we talk about everything. We talk about him getting ripped on by Michael Bublé at a concert. Boobs! We, yep, we talk about the Calgary news anchor who ripped on him. We talk about him buying Oliver Bjorkstrand's house. We talk about him trademarking Johnny Hockey. I ask him if he even likes the nickname. We talk about that. We talk about a lot of fun stuff, so make sure you check it out this Saturday night, wall-to-wall sports, 1135, on 10TV, your local CBS affiliate, which Tim Hall hates. Hey, boobs, screw you, buddy. <laughs> you know that Christmas CD? Yeah. I just broke it. Yeah, guess what, Buble? The only time I ever hear you is at Christmas time in a bed bath or a yeah, bath yeah, and body yeah. works or something. You're playing over the speaker. You know what? I think Bing Crosby just yep. overtook you yep. once again. Yep. Yeah, so take that. Dave, yep. always so much fun, man. Thanks for doing it. Thank you. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening to our Buckeye Show podcast extra was good stuff with our man from 10 TV, the channel I love watching sports on more than anyone else except for SEC football. We will see you guys soon. Blah, 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 blah. Brutus is their homeboy. This is the Buckeye Show. What's going on, everybody? I hope you're having a good midweek right now. Timmy Hall with you. Jackets tonight taking on a dog in the Metro. The Carolina Hurricanes are really, really good. Really good team. Just happened really these last two, three years. They just figured it out. Just figured it out. They're a smooth running organization right now. So a big start for the Jackets here. And uh, it's exciting. Exciting times. We got hockey. We got Buckeye football. We got the little break this week. So it's a perfect time to focus on some hockey starting up. Buckeye basketball. That's in the forefront. We're sitting here on October 12th, so Big Ten Media Days. They just happened here today and yesterday. That probably snuck up on you. I'm even a, I'm a big basketball guy, as you know, and that snuck up on me. And they've had a couple of cool events. We had our guy Adam Jardy on the station yesterday. You should check out that interview. That was some good stuff because he was at that open practice and he was at the Buckeyes on the blacktop. So he had a lot to say about, you know, insights about what the starting five might look like and the team camaraderie right now, how these guys are going to look. He even gives some honest takes about, you know, where they're going to slot in to the Big Ten. So the the media picks, by the way, the Big Ten media poll picks, that has none other than Indiana with second-year coach Mike Woodson. They are the ones, and uh, this was a joint poll. Remember, they don't do an official one at Big Ten Media Days. But Adam Jardy was actually posting this one. It's joint between the Dispatch and the Athletic. Indiana is the pick to win this conference. He even spoke about it last night, how he's not leaning Indiana. He picked the bad guys, that team up north. But Indiana's just ahead of Illinois and Michigan. So that's how it goes. And Trace Jackson Davis is picked to be the player of the year, which is not a big surprise right there. Michigan's Hunter Dickinson. Okay, it was two guys. It was Hunt, It was Trace Jackson Davis and Hunter Dickinson. The two unanimous selections to be first team all conference. Just two. That wasn't a player of the year vote. That was both unanimous selections to be first team all Big Ten. Just making sure I got that right. So Ohio State not being in that top three spot. 
kind of good for them. We know it's a transitional year using, losing EJ, losing Malachi Branham. It's sort of right where Chris Holtman has had this team every year he's been the coach. Not too far down, but always something to work on. And it, it makes sense. I wouldn't be picking this team to win the conference at this point. But I do see some pieces here where if they they push the right buttons, they could get there. One of the biggest things, though, and Holtman talked about this today up at Big Ten Media Days, something that was going on with this guy who I think they they desperately need. I'm just blind hope that Justice Suing, who we talked to a couple weeks ago, you can actually catch that interview on I'll, I'll tell you what previous podcast it's on because I was going to throw that on our Mad About Hoops podcast, but Colin and I haven't done an episode since then, but I'll tell you which Buckeye Show podcast the Justice Suing chat is on, but we need him healthy. Got to have him healthy, and apparently something's up with Justice with a little ankle. Listen to Chris Holtman from today. I had the audio, and I just lost it. There we go. You know, I'm almost going to go with the, like, just happy approach with this and that if he is overcoming an ankle injury right now when he's had another type of issue that's kept him gone for so long, um, I'll look at that as a good thing that he can take a little bit of a blow and keep on going here. He needs to get bruised and battered up again and fight through it, and he's been available here lately from what I heard, and we saw he was at that open practice and showing off some pretty good stuff and some good rhythm. So that's that's a nice thing right now. Clearly, got to have him healthy if they're going to be all that they can be. Let's give you some tags to finish. Social media can be a cesspool. Allow us to navigate the waters. Hashtag Buckeyes. Sponsored by Hello Garage of Columbus. Goodbye mess. Hello new garage. Uh, like I told you there, too, just go back in our Buckeye Show podcast feed. We'll have a, our interview with Dave Holmes from 10TV in there tonight. And scroll down there, the episode from September 27th. That's the one you're, you're going to want to look for. The September 27th episode, me and evil bald Colin chatted with Justice Suing at the Buckeye Basketball Media Days. This is not a cop-out for hashtags. I'm just going to say go to 971thefan on Twitter, at 971thefan. And just look up all our great stuff for both Jackets Week and the 100-year anniversary. I think T-Bone and the hockey helmet is winning. T-Bone and the hockey helmet that won't stay on his head. It's winning. It's just good visual humor. Check it out. And we're out, folks. Jackets season next on The Fan.